Are you tired of hearing about mental health from a superficial view and want to hear about realistic views? Well, you've come to the right place. A space where healing is central, but also normalized. Join hosts Danika and Myra as we engage in topics around mental health and keep it real while also giving you the work. Welcome to Black Woman Healing Podcast. Hey y'all, we're back with another episode of Black Woman Healing Podcast. And as usual, before we get started, I want to kick us off in a conversation. Um, today's conversation, I kind of want to talk about rest because y'all, my friend, Donika, I swear this girl's always sleep and she swears that she's not. So I want to have a conversation about how we think about rest and how we think about sleep. Is it like something that we plan to go to sleep at a certain time? Do we just fall asleep and then we're asleep? How are we planning like our naps? Like, I'm just curious about how people think about sleep because I feel like I think about it in a very different way. And the more I talk to Donika, I'm like, I feel like she thinks about it in a very different way. So Mm -hmm. I want to hear how y'all think about sleep. Mm. Well, I know. Go ahead, Maya. Yeah, I feel like being a teenager, um, like once I got into high school, like sleep was like the best thing ever um I use it kind of as like self-care quite honestly like the only reason I'm up right now is because I have something to do if not I'll be asleep till maybe like one o'clock like it's like no matter what time I go to bed I could go to bed at nine or eight which is impossible for me now I cannot go to bed early no matter like I have to take melatonin to go to bed early so I think sleep for me is just like self-care like I have to sleep and I have to sleep in because if I'm not doing that like I have to do it at least once in the weekend or it's just not the week's not going to go like good at all because like I just need to sleep in like it's like the best thing ever. Danica what about you? I think that's beautiful Uh, (laughs) but um, I think that for me Myra's like like, oh I'm tired I'm always tired she was like you need need to get that you need to get that checked out (laughs) but I realize I say I'm tired all the time, but I actually get really decent rest. Um, I'm one of those people who I just don't like to wake up by an alarm. I like to wake up whenever I want to, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. So if I if that happens immediately, I'm like, oh, I wish I could just lay down and just go back to sleep. Um, and I also take a lot of naps. And I've always been a nap person. I remember getting home from school when I was like in middle elementary and high school and I'll take a nap and then I'll take, I'll wake up. Sometimes I remember waking up and thinking it was the next day because it'll be like dark and thinking like, oh snap, I got to get ready for school. Those are the best nights. (laughs) Right. And it'll be like seven, eight at night. And then I'm up all night. So Mm -hmm. then I don't go to sleep until who knows, like two or three in the morning. And then the cycle kind of just repeats itself where mm-hmm. I'm staying up all night, I'm taking naps and I'm really not getting this long period of sleep. And so I do, I love my naps, don't get me wrong, but I think I need to shorten them. They need to be 15, 20 minute naps at the most. And I need to stop taking two to three hour naps because it's messing up my longevity of my sleep at like actual nighttime. So what about you, Myra? I feel like my sleep has changed so much over time because if you ask me about high school, I used to, <laughs> I used to uh, think something was wrong with me because I would sleep, like I come home Friday night, you know, that's when that's a Raven and all that stuff used to come on. I'll stay up like mm-hmm. till like one o'clock watching it and I'll sleep the next day till two o'clock and wake up like it's morning time, have breakfast, have my regular day. 
and do the same thing out the weekend. And then when I get home from school, I have to take a two hour nap. Yeah. And then when I got to college, it became so different because like you schedule your classes, you schedule how things look. So I was still kind of taking naps here and there. And my sleep was kind of like, you sleep when you sleep. It wasn't really nothing planned out. Cause it's like, I don't want to miss stuff. But at the same time, like I do got to sleep sometime. Right. And now that I'm like older, I don't take naps because I'm like, I don't even have time for a nap. And then when I try to take a nap, I'm thinking about, oh my God, why am I taking a nap when I can use this time to go to sleep? But then when it comes to going to sleep, I feel like I only sleep like five or six hours because I'm like, oh, I want to scroll on Pinterest. Like, I feel like I have to scroll on Pinterest before bed. And I also, I'm like, I don't have nobody telling me when I'm gonna go to sleep. So I'm gonna go to sleep when I feel like it. So I don't know. My relationship with sleep is interesting. And at the same time, I don't wake up with an alarm. Like my body just knows when to wake up. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't use an alarm. Like I don't know. So that's why I'm like wondering because I feel like my experience is so different. Like if I have to get up at six the next morning, I get up at six the next morning. Like I don't have to set an alarm. I literally like beat the alarm. I set them just in case, but I'm up before the alarm even goes off. So I don't know. Do you feel rested though? I do feel rested. That's the thing. I think rest and sleep, like, because I literally had to have a conversation with somebody, like, what is rest and what is sleep? And they're yeah. like, rest is when your body actually feels relaxed. And rest means, you know, taking time to kind of do nothing. And I feel like I make so many moments for that. That's what I replace my naps with, actually. So in those moments where I want to nap, instead, I lay there and do nothing. And that feels like I took a whole hour nap for me. And I feel like I really that's like, yeah. difference. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I relate to that because I do that too. Like, um, like after school, like I'll, I have to watch like two or three episodes of whatever show I'm binge watching. Like I have to like forget, I could have a homework due like assignment that night. Nope. I have to do it. Like it. So maybe that is like my naps. Cause like, I can't take naps. It's never been a thing. I have to be like drained to like take a nap. So that makes so much sense. now, since you said that, like, that is my naps, like me resting and not doing anything. Cause I have to do it. Everyone's like, no, like do no, nothing. Like it has I to like be. I like you pointing out the show thing because I do. Yeah. Before Girlfriends was on Netflix, my mm-hmm. friends would be like, what is up with you in that show? I literally watched three episodes every day. It could be the mm-hmm. same three episodes. I always watch that show or like Soul Food. Mm-hmm. And I don't even fully watch the show. It's just on. And I'm like, this was yeah. I got to hear their voices. Literally. I I love like binge watching shows. is just, it's a part of my routine now. It's like the only thing I do. Yeah. Sure. So I'm gonna go ahead and hop in and introduce Amaya to y'all. So Amaya Marbles is a 17-year-old full-time high school student who is passionate about environmental justice and dismantling systemic racism. You can catch her writing poetry and are taking part in her spiritual journey, which consists of meditating crystals and manifesting on the weekends. She hopes to further her education, majoring in poli sci, political science, to gain a platform that will be used to share knowledge and resources to poor communities. So we want to go ahead and kick it off and dive a little bit deeper into your bio. So you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, your utilization of meditation and crystals, and we want to know how you like brought this into your life and into your journey. Yes. Okay. So it's always been around me. Like growing up, uh, my mom uh, was always, you know, either going to the crystal store or um, hearing, uh, meditating, like music, like waking up, like, you know how everyone has those experiences where you wake up on Sundays to gospel music? Mm-hmm. yeah no that wasn't my mom it was always just chimes and everything like that it's I, I never understood it because I was like you know young but either that or waking up to the smell of sage 
and immediately feeling like safe and comfort. I never understood that because obviously I was young, but it was, it was always around me in my childhood, even books. Like um, I could stare right here and there's a book about chakras and um, uh, a crystal Bible. So it wasn't until my best friend got into it like about a year ago. Like she got really, she got really deep into it where it, I seen like how much it was affecting like her journey and just with self-care and confidence and everything. And I was like, okay, like maybe I should listen to my mom, <laughs> listen to my aunt and see like, you know, and take this really serious because I felt like it was helping my anxiety. So I have like a lot of anxiety, very like severe anxiety. It's always been a thing when I was younger where I was like why am I freaking out why do I feel like I can't breathe why am I shaking and all this stuff I always thought something was wrong with me but it wasn't until like I got into my spiritual journey and I realized that helped a lot like holding these crystals close to my heart and holding them um in my hands or keeping them around me or meditating making sure I meditate like once a day so I think that's mostly how I got into it just it being around me and then seeing like my best friend like you know take her next step in her journey I was like okay like, I need to take this serious. So I think that's how it started. Can you tell me some of your go-to crystals and your experiences with anxiety? Like, what have you found to be, like, your go-to crystals? Um, so I started first with the casual, the, um, um, uh, I always say them wrong. Uh, the amethyst. Uh, amethyst? Amethyst, yes. Uh-huh. I, my, I can't pronounce them right all the time, but amethyst, okay. yes. Started out with that. Um, I keep it around my neck all the time. But then once I took a trip to Miami, it kept falling. It kept falling. It just was not staying on me anymore. So I was like, okay, so this is not helping. Um, so now I'm uh, doing my cellulite. I heard that was really good. My best friend suggested it to me um, to kind of like recharge my amethyst and figure out like which one's helping. So right now, both of those are helping me a lot with uh, my journey and with anxiety. Nice. I actually, because I was going to say, if you aren't, I would check out Tiger's Eye. Tiger's Eye is really good for anxiety also. I love yes. Tiger's Eye. And it does so many other things too, so. Okay, I'm going to have to look into that. I have like so many, like I have a, whole, a huge list of every time when I go into the crystal store, I'm like, okay, which one am I attracted to now? Like which one yeah. is about to help me next on this journey? Yeah. So yeah, I'll for sure put that on the list. Yeah, for sure. I also had a question because I was thinking about how you talk about anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I think especially uh, during our younger selves and our younger age, we really don't know and can't identify what's happening. So I'm just interested in how did you figure out that what you were experiencing was this term anxiety? So it was for sure freshman year. Um, I started researching myself because like I said, I thought something was wrong with me. There's so many like ticks and that I have in my life that I've always thought like, I am so weird. Like, you know, like they even talk about um, how your your feet falling asleep all the time is like, like it's a anxiety thing. When I was younger, I remember it happening for the first time, like very vividly of when my foot was falling asleep. And I was like, okay, like I thought, I thought I was like being paralyzed, didn't know how that worked. But I thought like, you know, I thought I was either dying or my throat closing and everything mm-hmm. like that. I really thought like, okay, like I'm dying. There's something wrong with me. Like, I just need to figure out like, like I just need help, you know? And it was always like that weird thing where I never wanted to talk to my mom about it um because I thought I was dying like (laughs) and I didn't want to scare her which is so crazy because it's like you know like talk to your mom about it but yeah I realized at freshman year just doing my own research and trying to find help 
like or figure out what I can do to stop feeling that way because once I got into high school it was like I want to do this I want to go to that game or I want to talk to that boy or I want to be friends with that you know that new girl but it was like I can't and once you know my mind made up that it couldn't I I couldn't and I wanted to like get over that yeah so it sounds like researching like you kind of have to do some research yeah you have to find out like for yourself and I've I've seen I've seen that other kids were going through it like I I was watching YouTube videos of like older old the older kids and and they were talking about it you know talking about depression and anxiety and I'm like yo like okay (laughs) like that that makes so much sense like I relate to that so thank you so much for sharing your personal experience um so this next question is just like how you're feeling your overall thoughts and feelings surrounding just COVID-19 in general. Yes. Okay. So obviously insane. Um, like I still remember March 13th and thinking that I was going to be out of school for two weeks and I'll come back. Uh, it was insane watching everything. And I feel so bad for the people that lost like, you know, their loved ones and their friends. Uh, but for me personally, I really do think I needed it. <laughs> I was, when I think back of who I was a year ago, it kind of makes me very like sad because it's so, I've learned so much in like being by myself. I learned that I needed to be by myself. I learned that I needed to stop letting my peers, like, you know, people at school and, or even teachers or adults, like having a say into my life and who I want to be. And I, I think like, that was like the biggest thing like with me so how I feel about COVID-19 is like I'm, I'm grateful for it I'm grateful for quarantine and I'm grateful that you know I've like it started my journey on like with self-growth so wow yeah. wow thanks for that perspective um and thinking of like if what have been your top challenges attending school during this past year during a pandemic and how have you dealt with this like super different transition? Yes. So what I, I, I really want to mention that everyone thinks I'm crazy when I say this. I thought a lot of people relate to it. I've talked to about it with other people and they usually say they don't. But I like I have always had trouble in like elementary, like learning how to learn, learning how to retain information. It's always easy to sit there and listen to what the teacher is saying. But are you getting it? Are you understanding it? Do you? Do you want to understand it? So I I didn't learn how to learn until middle school. <laughs> like it just I like retaining the information and like like understanding like the benefits of like taking advantage of my education. So I feel like since the pandemic, I forgot how to learn. I will sit at the computer all day and like, you know, and listen to what the teacher is saying, make sure my assignments are turned in and everything, but am I learning? No. I think that's like my biggest challenge right now with, you know, uh, with school during the pandemic. I, I feel like I haven't learned anything since March 13th, other than what I, I felt like I had to go out and get the knowledge. So everything that I have learned during this like past years, because I like, I wanted to go get it. So I think that's like my biggest like challenge with COVID-19 in like school is just taking in the information and now like I feel like I'm more I feel like a robot I feel like I'm sitting at the computer doing what I'm supposed to be doing but I'm not actually like retaining the information so yeah you're not the first um 
high school students that I've heard that from. I heard that from like all students and mm-hmm. I've been also hearing about this experience of also having to learn on their own. So um, a lot of the girls yeah. I work with have been doing like random science experiments or yeah. like taking the time to actually learn about themselves, which I'm very grateful for because I feel like in high school, we kind of, we don't take the time to figure out who we are because that's not a class. So exactly. Okay, you don't have the time for it, quote unquote, right? But mm-hmm. that's the most important time to do that work. And so mm-hmm. I am thankful to hear about, you know, more girls taking the time to learn who they are. Like mm-hmm. school is important, but I feel like I'm going to be that mom that's like, so what do you know about yourself? Like yeah. great and everything. I don't really care about grades. What yes. do you know about yourself? So I'm appreciating you being like, you know what? The things I do want to learn, I take the time to learn. That's what's important because those are the things that actually do. Yeah, like, that's exactly why like I was like the pandemic was really like I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have never took that time out to learn about myself and still learn. Yeah. I'm curious, how are you staying in contact with your friends and, you know, your class? Yeah. yeah. So um, I feel like my experience is very different compared to others because before the pandemic I was the new kid and my I was like really depressed for like the first couple of months when I first came because I wanted I didn't want to be here (laughs) I wanted to go back home I wanted to go back to where I knew everything and I knew what was happening that that fell in like lines with my anxiety like not knowing what this is and what that is or not knowing who these people are so the first couple of months I didn't have friends they, uh, I was very like, like an introvert. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to like, just didn't want to put myself out there. But right before COVID I did. And I, and when I put myself out there, I did. It was crazy. Like I wanted to be that person that was friends with everyone, talk to everyone, wanted everyone's energy. Cause I do that. I take everyone's energy and I, I make it my own, like, and everything like that. So when COVID happened, I realized like just learning about myself that I am not the person that wants to be out every Friday night (laughs) and that I enjoy being by myself a lot. (laughs) So staying in contact with my friends is always, I'm the friend that makes sure like make sure that they're okay. And then if like they need me, I'm here, but I probably see my friends maybe once a month. Um, I'm for sure that type of person where it's like, okay, like I seen you last month. Now I'm going to need my month by myself. And then next month I got you we can hang out like so yeah so I think staying in contact obviously through social media but even my closest friends like we don't talk every day um and stuff like that but if they ever call me and they need me I'm there so I think staying in contact like that is the best way just figuring out what works best for you so I think that's like how I've stayed in contact I think the only person I probably talk to every day is my best friend from back home and that's just because that's what we were used to before I moved. So we just kept it going when I moved. Nice. So you found your own little balance that makes sense and works. For you yeah. Also. Yeah. I had to, I was like, I can't, because I've, I haven't figured out the, the art of not giving everyone my full energy. Um, yeah. I just need to step away from doing that. So instead I just step away from the people, you know. Have you, um, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of like, have you been able to build new friendships? in the middle of the pandemic like brand new people that you happen to meet whether it was social media or whether it was I'm not sure like new people though yes um actually so right after the pandemic I got accepted into a program through called VIPS 
and it was gonna be this whole this huge thing where you stay on campus with you know all these new kids yeah. from other different schools but it obviously did not happen so we were stuck on zoom um but i did i found these group of like uh five kids and it was nice um being around other black kids because you know in kentucky it wasn't like that i didn't have a lot of black friends so having a group of you know black friends where we relate and they understand me and everything was awesome so i connected with them obviously because of the program like we were on the phone every day which was a lot for me i did not know what was happening but um so yeah i did i i connected with them but other than that i have not with anyone else through social media i've kept it kind of like you know to myself and um and everything like that so i would say it's very hard though because I, i've kind of wanted to um like re like go out there and like find new people that didn't go to my school because i realized like when i met the other group of friends how like awesome it is like to know that people like that isn't from your school but no i haven't it's hard like how i was just like how are you supposed to like like through social media it's so like you get I'm so tired of getting the best versions of people because obviously that's what social media is. You only see like the best part of like, you know, of them and what they show. So I think making friends through the like social media isn't the best way for me. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious your thoughts about um, how you feel like parents and like loved ones can show up for teens during the pandemic because I feel like teens experience in the pandemic is very different from that of adults and very different from that of kids yes um I would say my biggest thing is please 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 try to understand this fake it if you can't <laughs> I and listen listen please just understand and listen and be open-minded there is so much that is changing and there is so much that's like happening in our heads and I feel like my whole generation like just wants to be understood. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard because we're not being understood. And people are taking what they like a stereotype of our generation. And I'm pretty sure you guys have heard it like the whole Gen Z, like, oh my goodness, this and that. But there is like a lot of people in our generation that just wants to be understood and listened to. Cause I feel like I'm like that too. Like, it's crazy because like I have a supportive like system around me and family and all that stuff but it's just like it, some like it's just if you feel like you're like the outcast or like you're the weird one it's hard to find someone to understand that yeah, so I would yeah. say just being listening and understanding thank you for that yeah okay so um today we talked about just like your overall experience and being a teen in the middle of a pandemic yes um and although, you know, things are opening up, I, you know, I, in my opinion, is there still going to be a continuous transitions happening over even the next year? Mm -hmm. um, so I think this episode was really like we needed to have this. Mm -hmm. um, but when doing takeaways, every episode, we do something that the listeners can have uh, to take away. So what would you say your takeaway would be for the listeners today? Um, I think my takeaway for the listeners today would to be open, be open to the new, be open to the old and just, you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes and, and in their feelings. I think my biggest thing with like walking, you know, outside, you know, in the public and seeing other people is that we really do need to bring more empathy wherever we go. 
um, it's seen as like a pride thing where I'm not going to show my emotions. I'm not going to feel. That's really what our earth is in dire need of is empathy. And so I think that's my like biggest takeaway is to be understanding and, you know, feel it's okay to feel. Yes. Thank you so much. That is most definitely one of my favorite things to say. It's okay to feel, feel those feelings. I love that. Um, thank you so much, Amara, for joining us for today's episode. I cannot wait to release this. I'm hoping that not only teens, but everyone can enjoy this episode and get a different perspective just on how, you know, you're doing and maybe other teens are doing during this pandemic. Yes. So y'all, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To wrap up today's episode, I want to talk about things that we're enjoying lately. So I shared about Jill Scott's podcast, but I'm going to share about it again because she did this episode where she talked about um, grief and loss. And I really enjoyed that episode. It's just something about her and her friends. Like, I feel like I'm listening to like aunties or something. And like the two ladies on there, I didn't realize I knew who they were. And one of the ladies actually listened to her music. And so I was like, wait, I actually know who these people, because at first I thought they were just random friends. And once I put two and two together, I was like, oh, wow. Um, and I like how Jill Scott, sometimes she has very different perspectives that I don't agree with, but she don't care. She's still going to tell it to you. So <laughs> that's what I really love about her. Like some of the things she says, I'm like, all right, that was a little off the wall, but she going to make sure you hear it and you hear her side. And then her friends do not care about disagreeing with her. Like I love listening to them um and ear hustle is back so i know we talked about ear hustle a whole lot when we first started the podcast but they're back a little bit more consistently now so back listening to ear hustle the last episode they talked about like black lives so you know it's back so check it out donika what you've been listening to um you know what uh interestingly enough i've been listening to like common relaxation music um like usually if I'm doing work or doing notes or just doing a lot of like stuff that I need to catch up on emails and stuff I listen to regular music like I got my little playlist and stuff but for some reason like I'm just in a funk right now so a lot of stuff is not hitting like it usually hit so like the normal things that usually bring me joy are not necessarily so I don't know. I just been listening to common music and it makes me feel good. Um, it actually really helps me focus a little bit more too. Cause sometimes, you know, you listen to your music, you get too into it. Next thing you know, you over here singing the song. You're like, let me look at this video. Cause I forgot what it looked, you know, you start doing some other stuff. So when it's the common music, it actually has helped me to focus a little bit better. So um, that's something new that I've been doing that I actually enjoy. Yeah. So you mentioned me in a funk. Can you tell our audience some of the things that you've been doing to maybe help yourself that maybe they could also utilize? Um, yeah, so I have been one taking vitamins. Um, I have never been a person who thought the need to take vitamins just what because kind of vitamins. I'm about to judge you. You know what? I'm new to this vitamin gang, so Y'all can help me and you can too. I'm taking multivitamins. Oh. I'm taking a probiotic. Oh. Um, <laughs> and my friend, she just, well, my friend, she just gave me like a Nutriburst, like the liquid multivitamin. Okay. Um, 
And I only, she gave me a few samples and I took those and I actually felt like those helped really good the liquid vitamin um, versus the, the gummy multivitamin I was taking. I don't really feel like it really done too much. But so, so what you got to say? <laughs> so I'm anti-multivitamins and so y'all follow me. I'm anti-multivitamins because we don't know what we need. So if you're taking a multivitamin, multivitamin, you might be taking stuff you don't even need. So I think it's important to go to your doctor and have a conversation about what you might need. I know off the top of my head, most black people don't have vitamin D. So I know you can go out into the sun. You can also take an extra supplement for that. But I highly suggest that we really are going to the doctor and talking through what we actually need because you can be taking a multivitamin, ain't even doing shit because you don't even know what you need. And some multivitamins don't even have what you need. So I think taking the time out to really assess for that is really important. And at first I was that person, like I was faithful to my multivitamins and I thought about it. I was like, why am I I taking this? Like, is it really even benefiting me? Cause then I started thinking about my skin and I'm that person. I don't run to the doctor. So I started researching on my own. I was like, when it comes to skin, zinc and calcium are important. I don't really eat things with a lot of calcium and I know I don't engage in stuff that has zinc in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, those are probably the two vitamins I need. And then I started to see improvement in my skin. And that told me, girl, why are you taking a multivitamin? You take all this stuff for what? And then I researched vitamin A and what that does for you. And I was like, huh, maybe I need to add this in. And then I started to see some improvements in my energy. So yeah, I really urge y'all to, if you don't go to the doctors, like I said, I didn't go to the doctor. If you can go to the doctor, go. But if you can also take some time to research, like what am I experiencing and kind of writing it down and then, okay, maybe if I go to the, uh, get this vitamin, maybe that'll help. And then take that vitamin and see how it changes your body. So do some research there. Yeah, no, I like that. I think that's, that's very useful. I think like, I'm just not a person who likes to take all of these pills and all of that. Like, it just feels like, okay, if I do find, if my doctor's like, oh yeah, you benefit from these three different, you know, vitamins. That means I have to take three pills every day. And I'm not mixed into one though. Cause I thought the same thing. Sometimes they're mixed into one. So I had learned about the benefits of elderberry, which was something I was like, I need that in my diet and then zinc. So Mm -hmm. like I said, zinc is not something that was in like my regular um, intake. So Mm -hmm. I went to Target and I was like, let me find something that has elderberry and zinc. Lo and behold, elderberry and zinc. And then it had like vitamin something else in it. And I was like, oh, that worked out perfectly. So I think it's based off like what you might need. They might have like a mix. So don't knock it till you try. You might find something. Like once you start really looking into vitamins, you'll be like, oh, okay. It's most definitely worth it. I need to, you know, take better care of myself. So um, that's something I've been doing. Vitamin. You know, um, and then also uh, I go to therapy. I have my therapist I see weekly, uh, sometimes every other week, depending on sometimes my schedule to be a mess. But weekly, um, I have been telling people if I don't want to hang, like I, I notice I start being a little bit more passive and like letting people get away with stuff, like certain just just like going like somehow oh let's go here like and I'll be like no and if they say like oh no I really want to go I'll be like all right cool like now I've been more prone to be like no I'm actually not even if I don't have nothing to do just because I feel like that's what I need I need that sometimes so just a little and I'm just you know being able to talk to friends Myra she checks in on me a lot which I appreciate so just a few different things I've been doing um so 
I'm, I'm gonna get through this. I'm gonna get through this. Like, like, like we always do. Yeah. I just wanted to, um, have our audience kind of hear some things that are helpful for you. Cause you never know who's having the similar experience and if they, what they might need to hear. So thank you for that. And I want to thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode of Black Men Healing Podcast. Um, and share with us some things that you're enjoying for in life. <laughs> Just drop it in the comments somewhere. We want to hear some good stuff. All right. So I'll talk to y'all later.